0: So uh, first podcast and thought I was recording and it it didn't actually record. So anyway, we went through the East, NFC East. We're going to go right back to it. Thanks for joining. Um, This is one night in Pinehurst here. Um, Say quick introduction. Uh, We were going to bring Rick in to come in hot after we went through the NFC East, but recording failure uh, on your engineer's part over here. Um so anyway, I'll I'll say hello to uh Maddie P and Rick or join me today. Um and we're gonna go through NFC over unders today. We're gonna start off on NFC North and go over to the south and then the west and then we'll finish off in the east. Gibby, we're not required to tell them how the sausage gets made. You know, well, we've
1: got the editing to... technology necessary these days to to, to... Yeah, except it didn't record. So, so let's let's unrecord that intro. And then let's start and over from the top
2: for the first time. Three, two, one. Are we doing one.
0: this again? I, I, no, I'm not like that. no, no. I'm not like that. definitely not. <laughs> Rick, save
2: us. This is going great. Hi <laughs> guys. Hey
0: but, Rick. So we want to talk a little NFC North. What are your feelings? Your Bears fan? Lifelong Chicago guy. um, Give, Rick, give us your thoughts. What's going Rick, on? Rick, are
2: you prepared
1: to give us an honest appraisal of the Chicago Bears today? When have you not
2: known me to be completely honest in everything I've said? Okay. Touche. Except for maybe 30 minutes ago.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, let's start
1: with the Bears. Case, yeah, I, give, us, give us your Bears. Give us your Bears pre-post-mortem. All
2: right. So paradoxically, we are very – we, as in Bears fans of my kin – um, are actually very excited with what's happening we saw in the past f- what five years this ryan nagy ryan poles sorry first of all let's take a big step back <laughs> one way to really confuse your entire fan base is to fire a gm named ryan pace and hire one named ryan poles Because yeah. you're never going to get that right that's fair yeah but we had the nagy pole a uh, pace see did it again first
1: of many mistakes Tanner,
2: uh, let, yeah, let's talk about him for a second. He sucked, right? He was hired in as this offensive guru from KC. You know, guy. He, he was the Mahomes whisperer. He was the secret to everything. And it turns out wasn't the case. And I think we're finding a trend throughout the NFL that coaches have a lot less to do with the success of their offenses than the guys spearheading them. But that's for another pot. In this case, we went through five years of hell where... Literally, Mitch Trubisky could have been ruined. He might be in Pittsburgh right now and would be a really nice quarterback. We just don't know. His yes. holes was, sorry, Nagy was that bad with developing quarterbacks, talent, schemes, everything. It was just a nightmare. So um, that being said, we had to rip off the Band-Aid. So new GM came to town, Ryan Poles. The cool thing about him was he was a part of the Bears uh, basically after he quit playing. Um, he was like passing out towels and he was one of the lower uh level assistants with the bears before he moved on to kc and kind of worked his way up through the scouting department and then he took uh you know a big role in getting uh that uh, semi-dynasty put together and now we're kind of back to the circle of what you know we're all excited about nagy coming to coach because he put in kc so i digress you know in terms of being excited about kc people but poles is a cool story and uh he's a young guy he seems to know what the hell he's doing First thing he did was come in and say, we're not sugarcoating this at all. We are going to cut bait with all of these deadweight contracts. It's going to be painful, but we got to do it. We were in football hell where we were a 500 team. We're handing out these enormous contracts for defensive players that made no sense um, and so on. So this offseason, they cast off a bunch of people for, uh, you know, it didn't seem like a lot, but I think the key there was just carrying the dead money and moving into next year and being able to make some decisions with free agency. Uh, they hired, surprisingly, a defensive-minded coach in Iberflus, but he is a guy who, in India has put together some just crazy efficient uh, defenses, and they hired some talented offensive guys to shape uh, their, the Bears' offense around fields and his strengths. So now, in the preseason, you see them actually scheming with him, moving out of the pocket, and rolling out, and uh, avoiding the pressure that's going to come pretty much inevitably with every play. So... We're going to see a lot of check downs. We're going to see a lot of moving pockets. We're going to see a lot of ten yard passes to Monty and uh, you know whoever is in the slot that day. So it's going to be fun, bad. It's going to be bad. The results aren't going to be amazing in terms of you know the results of some games, um, but you know you hope to see some progress with fields. You hope to see some progress with some guys. I mean Cole Kmet might have over eighty receptions this year just by virtue of him standing five yards away from the line. So. By the end of this year, we hope that we see some bright spots. We hope that you know the Bears will have a pretty high draft pick, but we're not looking at a situation where they're going to take another quarterback. Uh, we hope that Fields is going to be the guy in the future, and uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, and you know, there's a new stadium coming, so that's that's going to be yeah. But is that that the dome, yes. real? is that happening? Yeah. So the Bears, uh, for for those in the pod who don't know, um, the Bears play in Soldier Field. Soldier Field is not owned by the Bears, nor is it managed by the Bears. It's owned by the Chicago Park District. They have no say, period, in the field, the condition of the turf, scheduling, anything. So, And also the renovation made it the set the smallest NFL stadium in the league, which is completely nonsensical. So uh, the Bears went out and bought the plot of land that is currently the Arlington uh, Heights racetrack, horse racing track. And uh, they have every intention of building a stadium, as they said, uh, more impressive than what they did at SoFi. So, and will you be
1: using any of my taxes for this stadium? <laughs> yeah, whose I, taxes
2: are I, uh I hope all of yours. You'd be better not. Certainly mine. So,
0: for anyone that thinks that there's East Coast bias on this podcast, <laughs> I can assure you that there is no <laughs> other national podcast that has given five minutes to the Chicago Bears <laughs> this year. Is that true, <laughs> Rick? Oh, <with you>? not, <laughs> not in an intelligent way. Let's hope. <laughs> every, every
2: Bears recap you hear is – Oh, my God, they're so bad. I don't know why. There's a reason if We
0: why. don't know if Fields if is, is good. Bad.
2: They don't know if Fields is good. Well,
0: yeah, we'll see. It's, no one does, right? Like um, no one. We,
1: he's so, It almost missed. doesn't matter. It, um, I could argue it doesn't even matter. Either he's good he, and you learn that this year and you have something to build off of when they go into the future, or hmm. he's not good. The team stinks. You end up with a top five pick. You're going to get one of these quarterbacks coming out.
0: You can't really lose. It's a pretty good situation if they just play yeah, it. Out I really and think the you think they need to draft quarterback. You know, this year, either you I take I, them
1: last. The Lions are doing that, and they're doing
0: it very smartly. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Build up the and, offense line, get some receivers around them. And free, agency. free agency market
2: next year is going to be pretty nuts, and the Bears are going to be spenders. So, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, it's who knows, but they're doing everything right on paper so far. And even though they're going to be a garbage fire, at least on paper, again, they might be uh, scrappy and they might be able to scheme out and, and eke some surprising wins, but. You know, you expect to see uh, some progress. You know,
0: either so, way. with all that said, um, over under is six and a half. Vegas says.
2: I have the Bears at going over or under. Under. I have them at six and eleven. However, those are two losses to Green Bay, two losses to Minnesota, San Francisco, Dallas, Miami, and one loss to Detroit. I think they'll pull out one others. So. From that side of it, I don't see how they could win. I'd be surprised, I guess, if they win any of those games, especially against Green Bay, and Minnesota. If they can get one from either of those guys, at the end of the day, it, you know, it'll feel good. But I hope they don't. I think we're playing for for a better draft position here. There's really no. It, again, it's it's the meatball versus the practical side of yeah, yourself. Yeah, they're not
0: like you know, you're not sitting people in the NFL, like you're not tanking like you know NBA no. teams do like in the NFL. You're still trying to win games and their players playing for their next contract or for, you know, um, whatever the case might be. Maddie over under six and a half. That's an under, I, ca- I
1: counted like five wins, I think on this schedule, which makes sense. <clears throat> That's about right. So I wouldn't be racing to bet the over on this, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they, if they hit it by a half a game.
0: <laughs> you did a wonderful it's job, Rick, With introducing uh, the world to Chicago. I mean, Chicago people
2: know. It's important that people understand you know, um, my land.
0: I'm pounding the under on this. I think they're a three and fourteen team. Um, feels it feels right, and I in. But I think there are a ton of like 27, 23 games. And I don't think this is a team that's going to get blown out forty five to thirteen. I think it's just they're yeah. not going to be able to close out. They're going to be a forty five minute team. Um, that won't right. be they're
2: still going to have Definitely. a pretty decent defense, and that's the one thing exactly. that's gonna right. them from like getting into Giants territory, where it's yes. just a- garbage fire with no direction um yeah so we'll see even with three wins that's great for us too we'll see a better pick and
0: yeah okay. than-
2: right
0: will anderson um yeah. um yeah. uh detroit they're over under six and a half hard knocks i feel like is giving them an extra half game just because they were on hard knocks everyone fell in love with dan campbell once run through a wall for him uh six and a half what do you have maddie so there's uh, – discounting that and just taking it out of the equation, I have a hard time
1: reconciling how much I like about how they're building that team with yep. their prospects this year. But if I take an objective look at the schedule, I mean, it's probably a four – it could be very easily like a five, six-wing team. They would need to catch some breaks along the way, but their, their schedule is not all that bad. So I think they're – like it's a solid team. I know that defense is much better. Yep. I know that Goff is a system quarterback that is, can be, has shown the ability to be successful in an offense that does not require him to go outside of script or carry the load. And he's got weapons. He's got ASB. They've got Swift. They've got Jamal Williams. They've got Shark, who's been great in camp and can play and has shown it. Yep. Hawkinson, right? They got guys. Williams so, right around Thanksgiving. He's yeah. coming back. Yeah, right. And they'll have him for the stretch run. So I think this is a team that's no longer they've turned the corner from rebuild to like we're trying to compete with them the next year yep. or two. And they're, to your point earlier, they're a quarterback away right now. Their offensive line is elite, top five, top ten in the whole yep. in the whole league. Yeah, Ragnar, the one. Yeah. Yeah, Su- it. Sewell. So they're good. That's a good yep. team. I would actually I would I would bet, you know what? Life's too short to bet the under Gibby. This isn't <laughs> over. Line's over.
0: Um I'm gonna jump in here because you just convinced me. Um, <laughs> I had him at five wins, easy, but it's Goff easy. not that bad. Like, golf is he's fine. Went
1: to a super bowl, he went to a super bowl that yeah. you don't miss. It's like very hard to mistakenly do that, no matter how just team in you. his ear.
0: It's not just like oh, Sean McVay tells him where to throw the ball. Like, yeah. you no, know, he's you know, I understand like they adjusted until the last 15 seconds, et etc., cetera, et cetera, but. Yep, I'm. I'm going over. I'm going over seven and ten. Love I love it. I love it. I love it. Rick, Rick, are we been, all? Are Rick, you so, unified?
2: Rick, give us I've the been Queen Latifah. Unified. I've been at eight and nine. I went even higher. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. But the boys are back yep. in town. This is a team with a lot to prove, right? Amin Ra is always playing with the chip on his shoulder. Shark uh, needs to do something, and he's trying to reclaim his his career. Essentially, there. Uh, you're gonna have Jameson Williams there eventually. So offensively, at least a wide receiver and ostensibly at running back, they're pretty good. They're limited by yeah. basically what Goff will will do in, in terms of running the system. And he's perfectly capable of running the system with those guys. Now, if Goff goes down, I don't know if they win oh, the same game because I'm not sure who their quarterback
0: No, that changes yeah. the whole equation. Then they're yet, right? Yeah, then they're five and twelve. You know, they don't yeah, have a. I
1: that, think they picked but, up uh, Sudfeld. So he's not a real okay. quarterback, so they don't have a better.
2: Yeah. I will. I will juxtapose that though by saying Dan Campbell is a fraud. Like that guy, no. he he can he can no. be as weird on hard knocks as he wants, and he no. can when he's like running a a one win team do all these bag of trick plays that make people love him, like three fake punts in a row. But he hasn't shown that he can be a competent actual. NFL uh, coach at this point, yeah. So he's kind of a character of a coach until I see otherwise. But I'll still give him the benefit of the doubt and say he can uh, trip into an eight-win season here, especially in NFC North this year. I
0: I I, I agree. So we've got um we've got the the Vikings up next. Um, Minnesota's over under is nine and a half. Uh, back to it, Rick. How do you feel about the
2: Vikings? Before we start, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. When was the last time we saw such disparity between a top two fantasy wide receiver in pretty much every league and the quarterback of that team being so low? I can't remember a single time when it was so far apart.
0: Jefferson Cousins.
1: That's a market inefficiency. That's all that is. It really, really is. For him to get, for Jefferson to get where he needs to get, somebody has to throw him the ball.
2: Yeah. And he has been, right? So- I, Cousins a loon, but he's pretty underrated, you know, as you said, market inefficiency being what they are. The Vikings offense is going to be fun, but again, they'll have like a bottom three defense. So it's gonna, they're going to be on the field a lot. Uh, they're going to score a ton of points just by virtue of being out there. Pretty much every game they're going to have is a shootout. I have them at 12-5. Uh, and 12-5? Their losses are going to be to Philadelphia, twice to Green Bay, Buffalo, and Dallas they played Green
0: Bay really well. Yeah. They they've at but least I'm gonna played get into Green Bay. <laughs> um it's week one. Week one always gets wacky. So mm-hmm. I so I I thought I was hot on the Vikings at 10 wins before I even looked at the over-under. I'm going over, but um I, I 10 is 10 12. Maddie. Yeah. What do you think the line, if either of you have not looked yet, what do you
1: think the line is for that week one game at home against Green Bay? I haven't looked.
2: Uh, I'm guessing it's gonna be Vikings plus three and a half.
1: Yeah, I would say the same. Vikings plus a point. So it's essentially oh. if you account if you give them the three points for
0: home field, yeah. They're saying Vikings kind of, points better. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um this is a half team. They've they've got half of a team. Their defense is terrible. There's just nothing going on yeah. over there. So those teams are the teams that I'm less willing to bet on because while it sounds exciting and it's probably how people play Madden, there aren't tons of just like KC versus Buffalo in the playoff shootouts in the NFL. There just aren't. Like we'd like like there to be, but there just aren't. So that means if the majority of their games are going to be lesser – slower paced, lesser scoring, the defense will hold them back. So I have the under. I don't think that they're a particularly good team. I think they're mediocre. I think you got to
2: remember they're playing the NFC East. I know. But the rest of
1: their schedule is – Water soft schedule. Is tricky though. They've got to play. So they've got the East. So they've got New England, Miami, and Buffalo. Those are all tough games. The Jets obviously are not, but they've got Indy in the cross conference. Not easy because of where they finish. So I don't know. I just don't think they're a good enough team. I think that's a
0: nine-win team.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, if they had a decent defense, it'd be a different situation. But for sure, yeah, tough Packers.
0: Spell. Packers, we've got um, over under is. Ten and a half. Uh, Maddie, we'll kick it off with you. So, I'm looking at the schedule. I think
1: they're always good. They just are. Like, any team with Rodgers, at quarterback, is not going to implode. It's just not very likely to happen. The skill position players are what they are. Like, yeah, he lost Adams, and now they're going to do this whole receiver. Yeah, committee. To 17 different
0: receivers. Yeah, so, just spread it around. Which, which... It's been done. Like Brady did it for a that's couple like, years yeah. and runs one, run, one Super Bowl's doing it. Best years, so I think. Mahomes, if when we get to the AFC, uh-huh. I think that's going to be like this is going to be Mahomes Brady 2012 year or whatever. Yep, um, yep. Where he's just sprinting around, and you're like, who's this guy? Um, it's a great call because they because guys that are that good will carry their
1: teams to right. a season that you're like, how are they doing it? And they'll, and they'll be, be more over. efficient. I, yeah, yeah. So I think they're. <laughs> I, I think. I mean it's an over for me because they just always win like they're, it's a good team and their schedule looks relatively manageable.
0: So I agree. And, and uh, so Peter King, I, I read his football morning in America is obsessed with rich, uh, Basakia as a special team. He's been making this claim that the addition of, of rich is, is more, is going to win more games than the loss of Devonte Adams. Wow, that logic <laughs> is frightening. Right. It's fantastic! I think, uh, like we lost on a kick, we lost on a punt um, in the playoffs, and so Peter King is all in on the special teams of Green Bay. But Peter he was, gets a little uh, weird. Rick, what about you on Green Bay?
2: In the last couple of weeks before any season, Peter King gets really weird. So I'm <laughs> really not surprised. he
0: does not like Deshaun Watson. I'll tell
2: No, you that. that's a whole other pot. Right I get it. Uh, I have the over, unfortunately, um, and it's not because I, I despise Aaron Rodgers, which I do, and he should be suspended for publicly experimenting with illegal psychotropic drugs.
1: Easy, <laughs> easy, all right?
2: Be suspended for the year, but hey, okay.
1: he's just testing them out. He's just testing them out. Hey, he's just he's asking doing you a question. service. He's doing you a service.
2: Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> so I don't know if he still decides that he has, you know, some level of attention span left for the game and can still throw it around great but if he's getting into that weird territory where you're not sure who's going to show up anymore if he's taken the game seriously if he's you know distracted by whatever voodoo magic he's into these days so i have him over just assuming again they have the same schedule as the vikings and it literally just said it's kind of a cakewalk as far as the back end of it goes so aside from the fact that they're a little bit more versatile in the running game where they have a lot more options they can transition into a run game more so than they have in the past um, yeah, I think they'll just be doing what they always do, and Rodgers will frustratingly just pull it out of his ass every single game and make it work. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun to watch, I'll tell you that much.
0: Um, I'm with you, so we got to shift gears. I know we're we're 20 minutes in here, um, and what, like you said, Maddie, we don't need to show everyone how the sausage is made. We got about 10 minutes before we got to wrap up, so we're gonna, we're gonna zip through. Um, the NFC South really quick. And we'll start with Tampa Bay. Um, anyone strong feelings on anything going on in the NFC South? Rick, Maddie? anything that you really wanted to get off your chest? Uh, this is definitely Brady's last season. This is it. I feel
1: 100% confident. I mean, has he gotten weirder than Rodgers at this point? Much. Rick? Rick, you break that tie for us. Who's, who's the bigger weirdo?
2: uh t- tom brady's like tom cruise weird aaron Rodgers is a different kind of weird he's like portnoy weird so it- it's okay. hard to connect the two but he's got better publicists want to say it that way
1: yeah no he's out this is it for him so this is the last i think they kind of end up being a slightly disappointing team just because he's not all in it he knows this is it the team's linemen are dropping like flies you know godwin's not fully healthy gage looks banged up already like a lot can go wrong there. There's nobody else in the division to challenge them though.
0: So over under on Tampa Bay is eleven and a half. I still have the over, even though I think they're yeah. gonna be like messy. It's gonna be like yeah. a messy 12 and five or 13-4 in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yep.
2: I'm with that. That sounds right. I, I feel like we had the same conversation last year, you know, or the year before. It just doesn't <laughs> for whatever reason with Tampa Bay, they just they're another team that just makes it work.
0: Um, We got Saints, New Orleans Saints of eight and a half. Can I be honest? What's
2: that? I don't know what to do here. This is such a weird team. Um, I'm going to say the under just because Hmm. is Winston going to be okay? Is he going to be hurt? Is he going to be not there? And who are they throwing to? And who's running the ball? And. There is, so, there's a lot of questions. I just don't know enough be, about what the hell's going on there.
0: Well, like, to, like if I were a Saints fan, and and I've had a Saint in every single fantasy, but like Breeze Graham, uh, you know Michael Thomas Kamara, since he's been a rookie, and and you know have owned some shares in fantasy, and like, and then I start to think about it, and it's like, okay, well if Winston goes down, they've upgraded from last year, the Trevor Simeon. Taysom Hill roll to Andy Dalton, who's probably like one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Um, and then you've got, if Michael Thomas is healthy, Chris Olave, I like is a wide receiver. He's just going to be like, good. Like, I don't think there are any questions about he's a lot. He might not be a superstar. Um, and then Kamara is not going to get in trouble until next year. Um, and then they've got, <laughs> they've got Mark Ingram back. Um also, subject for another episode, uh, who is going to be the next Frank Gore um, in, like, oh. six years? Oh, wow. Um, uh, I'm just – I don't hmm. think all of those
1: names that you just read off are as exciting as your voice made them sound. You sold me. You almost, <laughs> confused, you almost confused my you brain. You so, looked so was, distraught. Those hostile real. tones. Just like the pipes of an angel. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, Mark Ingram's not 100 years old. Yeah, Jameis Winston doesn't throw double the amount of interceptions as touchdowns. Yeah, Kamara hasn't been slowing down. His inefficiency has been waning for the last two, three years. That team is in tough shape. And here's how else I know that. that's Their schedule is legitimately brutal. Look at these defenses that they have to play. Cincy, Arizona, Vegas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Rams, San Fran, Tampa, Cleveland, Philly. That's like two thirds of their schedule. And Jameis is just gonna be feeding them pick sixes, just on a platter. So way under.
2: That run of Arizona, Vegas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Rams, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, at the end of the I mean, good luck.
0: Gonna lose them all. They'll lose they lose everyone. they and
2: they, you know, they have a little bit of an easier schedule at that point. But that's going to be a, a backbreaker right there.
0: So Carolina, we got six and a half is over under. Maddie, Uh they'll go over. Baker's a golf, same guy, same
1: type of quarterback, and I think the offense is in good shape. They've been building a pretty good defense down there for a bit, but there's a caveat to this pick. I would not be a confident over it because their coach is bottom five. In the like, rule has first no player. idea. You, you first Money He's got it. no hold over the locker room. Like He has no idea what to say to these guys. Like It's bad. It's, I think Baker could probably will them to seven or eight wins. But, I
0: need Rich Passaccia. Oh. I
1: mean. <laughs> There's only <laughs> so much Rich Passaccia to go around, and unfortunately, you know, they didn't get back from losing a dicky at
2: it's a bad year to be in the, uh, the NFC East here, cause, or uh the hell are we talking about, the uh, South. Because, again, these, the gauntlet runs these guys are up against, like with the Cardinals, San Fran, L.A., Tampa Bay, Falcons, uh, Cincinnati, Falcons again, and then Baltimore, and then Denver. I mean, that's just not fun. That is The strength of schedule there is just brutal. So even if they were a halfway decent team, well above where they were, that's still a tough run even for some of the better teams in the league. So um, maybe at no fault of their own and they're trying to do what they are trying to do, but it's going to be tough. That's, that's an easy under.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm under six and a half. And then we've got Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, this is why Brady's going to go 13 and four, yeah. um, but we've got Atlanta four and a half. Um, Rick, what do you got over under four and a half?
2: Under, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're, the, the one game they can win is is Seattle. Depending on what Cleveland's doing by week four, they might be up. But then, again, they hit the same freaking stride where they're Tampa, San Francisco, Cincinnati, uh, L.A. It's just it's not a good time to be out in that division right now, especially with a middling team. So they're kind of in the same boat as the Bears, right? They're going through some pretty transformative uh moves and they want to see some positives a bad record doesn't really mean a negative year for these guys considering where they are um but you know you want to see Pitts do something you want to see uh, a lot of the guys that they've invested draft capital in over the past couple of years actually you know emerge and they need a big step forward they need to move out of this 2015 era falcons like feeling you know it's you look at these guys uh, Julio Jones isn't there. <laughs> they lost that. That's a, that's what they're I mean. out. They lost, out? That. They they're, lost they're that. love and an identity is the Falcons, you know. With I this know oh, they need to get rid of Deontay. It's Deon. so Deon hard Jones. to see them not be that anymore. So you know, you you hope for the best, but
0: Dan Quinn's not coming through that door.
1: Oh, thank God! That's oh, yeah. worth a win or two on its yeah. own. Him not being in the building is worth a win or two. He's, he's not good. Uh, he's not good. That's a bad team. That's a terrible organization. So we're going to wrap go.
0: up because it's going to close us down in two minutes. But um, uh, let's, let's get to the NFC West really quick, um, and we'll just go rapid fire one minute. Um, Rams over under is 10.5. What do you got, Rick? Yeah, over. I'm over 2 I'm at 12. Uh, Seahawks. Over, Whatever it is, under. under.
1: <laughs> Whatever the number is. 0. 0.5 under. It's five and a half. Oh my god, under.
0: So many unders.
2: <laughs> yeah. Rick? It's, it's a it's a regretful under.
0: Um, guys. I would go under until they start Drew Locke in uh, November. All right, all they right. How
1: long until the Drew Locke? It's war? never ending. <laughs> 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 oh. by Pat Shermer. You're going down, you're going down yeah. into the volcano and all we can see is your hand and you're just still going. I love it. You are the I'm everything's fine I mean right here.
0: You're the king. Uh, you're the loyal. You're a little <laughs> man. Uh, Cardinals. Um, Cardinals are eight and a half over or under.
1: Oh, that's a good number because I think they're mm-hmm. a 500 team. I'm going to say under. Cl- uh, Cliff's a fraud. They're going to get exposed. I think that team's going to get blown up a little bit.
2: I agree. I'm going under for all those reasons. It's just And Kyler's probably going to not well, – Oh, let me say that differently we're going to see a different Kyler this year where I think you're going to see some holes in the game and, and some guys exploding him. And, uh, I skewed. think
0: he's going to get exposed to. And even though yeah. I, I like him, I defend him. Um, but I, I think, uh, yeah, I had him at 10 seven, but I think it's going to be a stretch, um, but they are playing the NFC South. Um, last one that I wanted to get into to some, this is an interesting one. This, this spawned the podcast, um, the San Francisco 49ers. They're over under, is uh nine and a half. Rick, what say you
1: Maddie. Oh man, it's tough because I think their defense is good enough to win him a bunch of games even though I don't trust Trey Lance. But if, oh. he, like, if he flames out though, I have to on the other side trust Jimmy G to do it again. I'll take the other
0: because he's reluctantly. 600-300.
1: No, he's there because Trey Lance hasn't shown them anything in, in one and a half years, and they're not happy I, can about I just it.
2: Say, I, the only reason I'm saying under is I'm wishing harm on them for dealing with, the way they, uh, dealing with Garoppolo the way they did. They did him dirty. Uh, it, it, the whole thing has just been freaking weird. I don't like them because of it, and I'm rooting against them. So that's, that's why I'm doing
0: it. So they were it. honest the whole time with him, though. Like, they were like, it's you've exactly- got this year, and he had no market value because they weren't going to trade him the only viable place to trade him to was Seattle and they didn't want to trade him to Seattle
2: right because they have Drew luck they have Drew yeah. luck elite <laughs> also,
0: they but they wanted to pencil in two wins against Seattle so they didn't want to trade him to Seattle and they didn't wa- or they didn't want to cut him so that it was a,
2: a foregone conclusion trade to Cleveland this offseason to Col- Carolina this offseason to a number of different places. So I mean
0: Carolina showed no interest, I think, eventually. Um well here's here's my argument back. Like here's
1: so here's the counter argument to that, Gibby, and I'll paint it this way. Does Shanahan Han have more incentive to keep Jimmy G as an insurance policy just in case because that roster is built to win a title now? Does is that does that outweigh the value? that they figured they could get, because I'm sure they had conversations with these teams that were needing quarterbacks. Yep. I'm sure they talked to Cleveland. I'm sure they talked to Carolina. I'm sure they talked to a lot of these teams. What is the market for a guy like this? And I think you made the point in our group chat, the comp pick that they'd get by keeping him could end up being that same. It's gonna price, be third one pick, Right. So if that's the same, why wouldn't you keep the insurance policy in case Lance right. doesn't have it? So I think like, I think you're, what you're saying is right, but I think what I'm saying has some merit as well in that I think it's probably a combination of the two. It's not a zero-sum game. I think they're keeping them for insurance. They also didn't
0: like the prices they saw on the market when they went and they shopped them. I agree. And the beautiful thing about this podcast is it can be a yes-and conversation. Yeah, yeah. We don't I mean, need We're don't open to embrace we're debate. Each other. Sure. We can have productive conversations where I agree with you, right? We can say this, this happens if, if Jimmy G doesn't agree to take the pay cut. Right. Yep. Like they're not they're not holding on to his cap hold. Um, because they're gonna need that money in seventeen game season to, you know, sign some filler pieces, et cetera, et cetera, or make a trade if they need to. And and also, right, someone gets hurt, you know, Matt Ryan gets hurt, or um, you know, I'm trying to think Derek Carr gets hurt, uh like all of a sudden Jimmy G becomes really attractive to Las Vegas. Um and you know and keeps them in a playoff hunt potentially so even though i have them way under um but <laughs> 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 you'll be surprised when you hear the AFC West uh, I don't think we will be <laughs> I, 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 I think there are going to be a lot of three and,
1: three, and, three and four teams <laughs> one, one team at 15 and two and then a whole bunch of teams at like 6 and, and 11
0: it's going to be, you know, De Bears conversation <laughs> it's
1: going to be but, so good it's
0: going to be appointment television on um, the radio so We'll get back. I'll let you guys run. I know you got a fantasy draft coming up. Um and and we'll circle back to uh the NFC East, then we'll get into the AFC. Actually, let's just run through because they haven't shut us off yet. Um, yep. NFC East, we already said in the um, deleted recordings never um, happened in the archives somewhere. Yeah. Um, we went through this is the most boring division that like there's gonna be a team that maybe wins a playoff game. Um so we got Cowboys 10 and a half over under, Rick. Maddie, you were under, right? I
1: think I took the under. I think I have them at a 10-win team. Yeah, yeah, they're right. I,
2: I had them just look, 11. Look. Um, I have them winning the last seven weeks in a row, so I assume that they're going to be Ooh, spicy.
0: It is. <laughs> it's it's uh, a good Giants, Giants are seven and a half. Maddie, you had them... Under that's a disaster. The whole thing oh, yeah. is a disaster.
2: I have them at two and 15. I have no idea who's making that line. I mean, what the hell is happening right now?
0: I, I would have them at two and 15, but I I gave them like a win out of respect for Dayball. Um, yeah, even give
2: them my... three. Then that's great, like, yeah. So I think
0: give them one and
1: one and three quarters. Let's just we'll break it. Yeah. The... All of
2: these are suspiciously like good enough, but that one makes me think I'm missing something. Like, I don't what what information do I not have?
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, they, yeah, they didn't change their quarterback. And the one they have sucks. So that's as far as I needed to go.
0: <laughs> um, and then uh, who else do we have? Oh, Eagles. Um, Rick, what do you have? I'm curious.
2: Uh, the Eagles I have at 13 and 4. Whoa, you guys yep. love the Eagles.
1: Yep. I really you do. Yep, fly Eagles fly this year. First of all,
2: with exception of one Dallas loss, um, they're going to crush their division. And, you know, that's already going to pad their their schedule. And it's – look, I don't know if Hertz is the real deal or not, but with the weapons they have on offense and with the knowledge that they'll be halfway decent on defense, I mean, there's no reason why they can't win at least 10 games, let alone 12. But right. I'm getting maybe a few more.
0: You're talking me into it. Maddie. you loved them. Yeah, I'm all in. I think they've got –
1: the the right players in the right spots the offense is going to be balanced Hertz is not going to have to win them games he's just going to have to super manage them games and he can do that he's shown that he can do that defense has been sneakily getting a little bit better every year good coach good good overall roster it's a good team I, it's over for me for sure i think that's going to be an easy bet to cash
0: i you know i i'm coming around on him. i i like got that sniff of like oh people are a little too in on the eagles they're a little too happy about the eagles that they haven't re- they've got to the playoffs but haven't really done a lot and i'm like i, I kind of cringe but my argument against it was like what if one player from every level of their defense gets hurt <laughs> or what if like sure you know, i was trying to figure out a way to get them to like eight wins but i think you might be right um you know so I, I I'm gonna switch mine from a nine and eight team to uh, cautiously 10 seven eleven six but lock it up with all that said gentlemen thank you this is a dream come true um I appreciate this let's let's wrap it up for tonight and uh we'll we'll get back to the afc before long if we can't do it this week we'll uh we'll do abbreviated um, wins losses or we'll do We'll do division winners for the the AFC um, next okay. time around. Gibby, you're the king. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yes, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, I'll play us out next time.
1: This is gonna. That's gonna be so awesome. I think the the guitar playing is gonna cry. Good like, jobs.